Hello. 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 What's up? Hello. <laughs> What's up, dudes? I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Part two of our Elvis Sodes. <laughs> Which uh, would have been a better name for them, ex- <laughs> except I did not think of that till after I made a weird name. I might go back and change them, actually, to be the Elvis um, Sodes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm... I'm with it. It's good. <laughs> um, hold on. I'm going to close like a million apps <laughs> so that my computer doesn't take a shit. Uh, All right. There we go. Um, okay. Should we – do we have anything to discuss amongst ourselves? Do you have anything fucked up this week or any biz that you want to go over? Um, I don't think so. No. Should we just get – should we just like – Get right into it. I feel like I want to get into it. Should we refresh? Where did we leave off? I, I we left off with Elvis joining the army. <gasps> yes, he's overseas in Germany, uh, and this is crazy because he his career was like like totally taking off. He's like in the height of his fame, mm. basically, mm-hmm. and he has like so many fans and so many haters because he's like <laughs> the rest in his dick out there and Mm -hmm. everybody's like this is obscene and then he got drafted to the army and everybody was like oh thank god he's gonna like straighten up and not be so sexual or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like yeah right repress it for a couple years and then see what happens it comes out swinging yeah deck swinging (laughs) um so so he's over in germany and he's like stationed over there and uh he's like in this regimen where they're like kind of just chilling and he is starting to get into um, amphetamines. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that oh. was a thing back then that nobody like thought was bad. They just thought it was vitamins that made you have more energy. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember when like that was the diet craze in the 90s? Like all my mom's friends were taking them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like hydroxy cut yeah. and all that shit. <laughs> or like even before that, there was like... Or maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it was, but, oh, I remember man. people would take no-dos all the time mm. when, like, we would be studying for exams or whatever in high school and college. Really? Did they not watch that very special episode of Saved by the Bell? I guess not. Oh, my God. What are people doing? I don't know, man. It's, like, very dangerous, it's... especially when you're young like that, so. Oh, my God. But, yeah, and Elvis at the time, he was, speaking of being young, at the time he was 24 years old. Wow. Um, so super young, height of his fame, bam, middle of his career, gets sent over to Germany. Uh, and there's like no war going on or anything. He's just like in the army now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like like Polly Shore. Um, <laughs> um, and so he's over there and he meets uh, this little girl. I say little girl because 14 years old is a little girl. Yikes. Um, Priscilla, who will become his future wife. Um, oh, my God. And we mentioned in the last episode, this is where we left off, where, yeah. when he meets Priscilla, uh, that he wasn't just like, hey, little 14-year-old girl. He was like, hey, 14-year-old girl that I want to f- – potentially eventually fuck like god yeah so and like a 10 year age difference is not crazy when you're both older consenting consenting adults adults with developed brains for sure um but this was not that and um yeah so that's where we left off that was kind of a little synopsis he was like crushing it like his career was doing great and then like just has this I can't imagine, like, what that would be like for any other celebrity in this day and age. Yeah, no, that would – I feel like that would totally ruin your career. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you were a pop star or a movie star or something, which he which he was becoming a movie star. Yeah, you're just, like, putting, a, like, a, a huge pin in your career. And, like, in this day and age, when everything moves so fast, I feel like yeah. that – it just – you wouldn't be able to sustain it. Unless, like, you were really – savvy with social media and were able to like maintain a presence of some sort while you were you know doing something else like I don't army know. stuff yeah yeah I don't know 
could, probably well, not though because I don't know that you're allowed to I don't know yeah I don't know you'd be allowed to but mm-hmm. also I wonder if like I mean people do like have like a comeback I guess later yeah but well yeah and that's kind of like what happened with him so he was over there and then he did his his tour of duty yeah and then he comes back so when he comes back though like people are like kind of moved on because he was like like other people kind of filled the void while he was gone he was still a big star oh okay yeah but you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah yeah. what you're saying yeah yeah it's still like kind of like people are like oh interesting but like what are we gonna see from you yeah and and he had made some movies i think before he'd gone to the army Mm -hmm. um which was that's that's pretty cool so he had that going for him and so i think when he gets discharged from the army he's like maybe i want to get back into movies yeah um but he also started recording some more albums so he he did some really top-notch music when right when he got back um i think everybody knows like uh they were some of his biggest songs uh lonesome tonight Mm -hmm. love me tender oh yeah those are huge hits yeah huge um more ballady type uh songs yeah i feel like he also like he got back and i feel like more people you know i guess his fans were excited that he was like back and maybe gonna work on stuff again but like his managers and like all the business people were like yes he's back let's here's our money machine yeah Yeah. let's like oh album movies like do all this stuff because he i'm pretty sure like between when he got discharged and when he like made his first album it was like a a matter of like three weeks like he didn't even get he like he hit the ground running Yeah. yeah he like landed on u.s soil they discharged him honorably uh or whatever yeah yeah that means like everything was hunky dory and yeah uh they discharged him and like the next day or something he was like on a train to to memphis yeah or nashville to or something nashville to i record keep mixing another. those up <laughs> no yeah i mean either way yeah either way what i was uh uh yeah so he's like bam mm-hmm. gets right back into it um which is the smart thing to do um yeah his agents were right about that yeah so then he's like all right i'll I did this album. Let's do movies, guys. Love doing those movies. Yeah. Um, but he was not a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched an Elvis movie? Uh, no. I watched some trailers for Elvis movies during uh, the research for this. And... I... Yeah. They're just like cheesy as fuck. Like, yeah. they're. I, I mean, well. I guess, like, what became his, like, calling card as an actor was, like, they they had him sing talk a lot. <laughs> it reminds me of, Hale, you know, Hail Caesar. Uh, um, have you ever seen that, the um, Coen Brother movie? I Hail don't think Caesar? so. Mm-mm. It's pretty good. It's I actually really like it. I don't think very many people liked it as much as a lot of their other movies, but... Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't remember it getting as much love, um, but there's – it's pretty funny. It's, like, that, that cheese ball kind of, like, early 60s kind oh. of movie-making, like, mm. setting. And there's, like, an actor who is very – like, very handsome, very charismatic uh, and a singer. Uh. And I think it's, like, a kind of making fun of Elvis kind of oh. situation because, like, he's in these movies and he's just, like – so bad Ooh. At, <laughs> at acting so it's and they just make fun of it it's really funny uh but yeah it's uh that's what it reminds me of is just like whew, just really corny really not yeah the sing talking kind of uh, yeah and also like weird like a lot of weird sexual jokes although there was like I did see one that was kind of like empowering for women where like sh- she was chasing him and she like I don't she was like oh hey or whatever and he was like oh uh like maybe not that interested or he was like playing coy and then she just like ripped off her shirt and was in a bikini and he was like hell yeah bitch. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah girl get you some Elvis I mean, like, that was the thing about Elvis was that he was so hot, but, like, he was just kind of a – he was just too – I don't know. He like was a simpleton a, or something? 
Yeah, he was he was smart. He was I mean not like he wasn't like a genius or anything, but he was like plain spoken and yeah. just like a simple person. Yeah. So it was it, it, I don't know. This is like not not for him. I don't know. Like he has some pretty funny like comebacks to like things that ha- that happened during his life and uh I was I found myself chuckling at some Elvis quotes, but it's just like <laughs> he's not it's just like that kind of like country yeah sensibility that's like very kind of wry and uh I don't know, charming in its way. So, yeah, yeah, he's charming, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, this was ugh, movies were not not great. And yet he made so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was like Let's just keep this going. It's great. I don't know. I wonder if they made like a ton of money and that was like. Oh, I'm sure. Because he. Because he left uh, for the. To, for his like army stint and he made a, just a few movies like three or four and one was Jailhouse Rock which is like a very famous one of his mm-hmm. and then he was like on pause and then he came back and like you know people were interested but then he released this album and then he started doing movies again and then this was like the height like yeah 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 just he was post army was like his sexiest his most rockin' height, and he was doing all these movies, and, like, people were obsessed. Which is, like, pretty astonishing that he was able to make such a huge comeback after that kind of break in his in his yeah career. So good for him. Yeah. So he made 27 movies from 1960 to 1969, including Wild in the Fucking Country. <laughs> Dude. How many is that a year? <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. That's in a nine-year span, twenty-seven movies. Like that's. Oh my god! That's I don't even know. Three a year. It's crazy. Oh my damn. god! Damn, he just. That's like all he did, basically, back to and, back to back. Wow, and he was like traveling to all over the world, mostly yeah. like Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, well, because he did. He did Wild in the Country, which I'm assuming they did. Somewhere in the country. Or like and on then, a back lot in LA somewhere. It's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, they did Blue... He did Blue Hawaii, um, which was in Hawaii. Uh-huh. That's a pretty famous one. Yeah. Um, girls, girls, girls. Girls, <laughs> girls, girls, girls. <laughs> and then Viva Las Vegas, which... Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> also Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so he's traveling all around doing all these fucking movies. Crazy. Uh, he, I guess, was still doing music, too. Oh. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Well, a lot of these movies had sound Music tracks. in them. Yeah, and then that's, those were famous songs. Like, Blue Hawaii is a famous song. Viva Las Vegas is Vegas. Famous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was one movie that he did with oh his soundtrack, God. which, dude, okay, I thought this was, a, I thought this was just music. But it's also a movie, and we should probably oh. watch it on our Patreon or something and, like, give commentary. Mm. Um, Elvis did a movie called Kiss and Cousins, which is real. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, and the title track has some very suspicious lyrics. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, it's called Kiss and Cousins. I think we... We know what's happening. <laughs> okay, but no, because immediately when I heard that, I was like, ooh, Elvis, you nasty. You're kissing two cousins that are related to each other. It's like kissing two sisters that are, like, related. You know, like, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. not related. Oh. I was like, No, I always oh. thought of kissing cousins as, like, incest. It is. Okay, so yeah. this is the, these are the lyrics. <laughs> well, I've got a gal. She's as cute as can be. She's a distant cousin, but she's not too distant with me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bars. Fucking gross bars. <laughs> oh my god. He would have been dragged on Four Bar Friday for this. Oh um, my lord. Okay, also, here's another line from the same song. Yes, we're all cousins. That's what I believe because we're children of Adam and Eve. I got a... Uh, sir. Uh, I got a girl and she wants a lot of love. That's the kind of trouble I need plenty of. Ooh. Sir. Ooh. Wait, his justification for fucking his cousin is that we're all cousins, so... Oh, well. <laughs> also, okay. Oh, dude. 
That's fucking gross. And Adam and Eve are like <laughs> brother and sister too, right? Well, I mean, or like Eve is made out of Adam, so, so Adam like is rid. daughter. We don't know. I don't know how that all works. Uh, but this is wild, and yeah, his justification is like, well, we're all related in God's eyes, so what does it matter if we're actually related? Dude. Oh, my God. Oh. I like I like that logic. Can't, <laughs> can't get around it. It's pretty good. Oh, and that's the it doesn't kind hoard of- up. It doesn't hold up in a court of law, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. That's the kind of trouble I need plenty of. Ugh. When people back then said they had trouble, didn't that mean they were under family way? Like, oh, yeah. So he's knocking up his cousins? <laughs> Kissing cousins. <laughs> uh, uh, love it. Love it. Um, yeah. I think... He made so many movies, though, that I yeah. think he was starting to realize, like, this is a bit much. Uh, also, he was like, I'm not that good, you guys. And yeah. They were He's like, like, are yeah, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want me to do another movie? Yeah. Uh, like, and yeah. yeah, he was just like, ah, this is a lot. But he even says that he peaked around his 20th movie. Um, <laughs> saying Clam Bake was the worst movie he'd made. <laughs> That's the name of the movie, Clam Bake. Clam Bake. Don't worry. I mean, it was like it was already after Kissing Cousins, so that wasn't even the worst movie he made. Where I'm assuming he falls in love with his cousin. I'm assuming he falls in love with a clam and then accidentally <laughs> eats it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like Kissing it's a, clams. It's, <laughs> Somebody needs to make some porns out of these movies. Like, redo these films in the style of porn. Oh, my God. (laughs) Kissing Clams is just... That probably is a movie. I mean, I'm sure it is. Uh, Well... Yeah, that sounds like it's terrible. Um, but somebody, if you make porn, please please redo these Elvis movies. Where he falls in love with the clam and then he accidentally eats it. <laughs> it's, a, it's more of a Greek tragedy, if you will. He's like... Oh, what's for dinner? Mm, chowder. I love chowder. Wait, no. Is this clam chowder? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, my uh. God. <laughs> uh. Uh. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to gather myself a little bit. Uh, I'm crying. Jesus, me too. Oh, my God. Oh. He accidentally <laughs> eats Listen, I don't want anybody to accidentally eat a clam. I want them to eat. If you're going to eat a clam, do it with intention and focus. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, um, okay, well. Well, yeah, so, that's about that, right? That's about that, yeah. So he he's, I think he finally is, like, in his height of the movie time, he's like, man, I need to, like, stabilize my life a little bit. Um, He, this is, like, the mid-60s and the height of his fame. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, he never lost track of Priscilla. Mm. Um, They were always in touch. When she turned 17, she moved to the States and... Not- but they weren't like in touch like he was with his cousins. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Um he he like moved her out to Graceland at this point yeah. when she was 17 years old. So 17, 18, somewhere around there. Um and her family was like on board. Like at first when they started dating, they were like, "Um, excuse me, this man is 10 years older than you. This is a man you were a child." Um, but then he like totally charmed them. I think, mm. I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode, but like he showed up on their first date when she was 14, uh, in a full like military uniform, like mm. the white gloves and everything. Oh. And like, to- like just very extra about it and totally charmed her parents. And oh. 
Yeah, so Which they were also, like... also, okay, like, if that was any other guy, it, that would be charming. But, like, it's fucking Elvis. He was already famous, so it's like... Yeah. How- he just, like, he f- he was still going by these, like, rules of, like, civility and, you know, manners, even though he knew that their relationship was sketchy. Uh. Um. So, and so he felt like he needed to charm the parents it's like it's grooming basically yeah yeah so but i mean they allowed it she was into it i mean he's a famous person it's just so fucked up especially like going back and thinking about all this stuff especially like in the light of like r kelly michael jackson Mm -hmm. um all that shit it's it's just very yeah but you know you can have your opinion about it it's uh yeah, it's it, we're it, not. We're, yeah, it was a different time. It was time. a different time, uh, and it's not saying it's right. It's just saying no. that people didn't like balk at it as much as they would today because people didn't really think much about women and having autonomy and what they might be feeling about situations or whatever. It was like very predatory. And, yeah, but people didn't see it that way because we didn't think about women in that way. I feel like. Yeah, and even or girls, and young girls. Yeah, even and even when women were older, like they were still treated like girls. Like yeah. it, she could have been in her twenties, and she would have been. It, it was such a strange, like paradox of like this. You're you're a child if you're living under your parents' roof until you're however old, and then when you're a little, when you pass puberty, basically you become a woman somehow, and then so there was this. It was a lot of. A lot of strangeness, I think, for yeah. for young women and girls, just for all eternity, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But today. this was this was especially a, a funky time because sexuality was becoming like a little bit more loosey goosey, and I don't know. Yeah, and I th- also think this was a time when the people started like commodifying women's sexuality more Mm -hmm. so like you know this is when like advertising started to use women's bodies to sell things and like it yep it it was something that women started realizing like oh I have this thing that people want yeah Um, yeah yeah so uh I don't know I mean like even if you just think about Anne Margaret and like the types of roles she played and like what she's kind of like because she was in some Elvis movies, just like mm-hmm. what her whole vibe was at this time. It was like, oh, she was just there to be like the sexy lady and like she yeah. didn't really serve any other purpose. I don't know. Yeah. there, Yeah. There's not a lot of depth to <clears throat> yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what was happening. But that being said, still fucked up that he was very into 14-year-old girls. Um, and I – I'll get into it in a little bit, but basically after all his movie bullshit, he wants to settle down and this is the mid sixties. Uh, and he's been traveling around. So he's probably had boned a million other women, uh, during this time, <laughs> but, uh, he moved her into Graceland in 63 and then they got married in 1967. Mm. So she was 21, I believe at the time. Um, when they and, got married. Yeah. Mm. So, so yeah, this we'll get let's get back into Elvis and Priscilla's whole situation. Like yeah. we already said it was a very different time over a half a century ago um when it comes to like how everybody was viewing relationships and but I don't know. It this is just a little weird because this wasn't the only instance of Elvis really liking young girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so mm-hmm. This guy wrote this book uh, called Elvis Presley, A Southern Life. This guy named Joel Williamson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he I, he spent time on the road with Elvis, and this book is about the the travels and the and the experiences they had out on the road. Um, and Williamson writes that while they're on tour a lot, Elvis would prey on a group of three 14 year old girls who would pillow fight, tickle, wrestle, and kiss Elvis who was 22 at the time. Um, And then Williamson also details an incident in which Elvis slept with a fan while he was in Louisiana performing weekly on the Louisiana Hayride Show in 1954. Mm. Um, Oh, so this this was was, early. This was early. This was like well before Mm. 
but mm-hmm. he was he was like 19 at the time mm-hmm. so still still like older yeah um then then i don't know how old this woman was that he had sex with but yeah. basically the condom broke when they were having sex and he didn't know what to do and he was like panicking and asking his like friends on the road on the tour like what the fuck he should do but they like weren't very helpful so he took her took her to the hospital or took her to the emergency room and just left her there to get a douche oh god yeah um so who knows what actually happened because anybody could write anything about anybody and who knows if this is true uh but at the time this happened with this woman or girl, or who knows what, uh, he had a 15-year-old girlfriend at the time uh, oh. in 1954 when this was all happening, who he was, like, calling constantly while this was all happening. Uh, so he was 19. He has a 15-year-old girlfriend back wherever, mm-hmm. um, and he, like, was afraid he got this other person pregnant. <sighs> um, so – and there's so much documentation showing that they, they – he dated this girl, this 15-year-old girl – and he went to her junior prom. Um, yeah. And, but but he was 19 at the time? He was 19 at the time. And I, I think that's why nobody, like, really gave a shit. Yeah. Or he was only three years older than her. Uh, three or four years older than her. So yeah. I don't know. It would not be cool in today's world. But back yeah. then everybody was like, you're a same, semi-famous musician. Yeah. Dating yeah, a high schooler. True. No problem. And uh, Yeah. 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 But they were definitely fucking. Like, I found a picture of them, like, making out on the couch, and, like, you can tell they're. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. It's very mm-hmm. sensual. It is. Oh, that's naughty. Very naughty. Uh, so, well, for the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, I mean, that's, that's wild when he's, like, I don't know, just, what, what's your, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like once he started like going out on the road and stuff, it's like you already have like you have these life experiences that like this young little girl who is still in high school doesn't have. Yeah. You know, it's I don't know. I think that's what it honestly thinking about it. I I think that's what he was attracted to was the the. Simplicity of a relationship with somebody who wasn't complicated and was, mm. you know, adoring and, and I don't know. And maybe it, had like, maybe had like a, a more traditional kind of values mm-hmm. or like mindsets about. Yeah. And didn't know about the big bad world and yeah, all yeah. the things that he had experienced. So, mm. but yeah, so fast forward five years from that when he was dating a 15 year old mm-hmm. so he's 24 at now uh five years later and he's in the army and he's in germany and that's when he meets priscilla and uh i had mentioned that her dad was i think in the air force mm-hmm. that's why they were over there uh that's why priscilla and her, her family stepdad were over there. her stepdad yeah. yeah and um and elvis like charms them so that they become a little bit more comfortable with a 24-year-old dating their 14-year-old. <sighs> and, you know, maybe she was 15 at the time when they officially started dating. Whatever. Ooh. It's the same yeah. It's the same gli- it's, yeah. glitz that, like, all the Michael Jackson stuff, you know, it's like, yep. it's like, okay, well, he was, like, famous. And he came over and was, like, really sweet to them, I'm sure, and, like, charmed them. And it's like, yep. you know, it's like, ew, gross. But, like, they're probably like, oh, this famous guy wants to date our daughter. Like... Okay. Yeah, or or hang out with her and like yeah. he, he yeah it it's just um, you got to be vigilant as a parent you know oh my it's god like, you do it's wild you, do. you oh there is so much shit out there Woo. Woo. anyway so anyway. so Priscilla's parents are like all right like I guess date this very handsome movie star singer guy yeah um. And in her memoir, Elvis and Me by Priscilla Presley, uh, Priscilla writes that Elvis did everything short of penetrative sex with her the first night they spent together and until they were married. Uh, Huh. So it's like, dude. uh, (laughs) Go ahead. Just because you're not having like P and V sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
does not mean that like it's uh, is a fucking teenage child in an adult ass man. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, it's really gross. It's such like a complicated thing, especially I when know. he's famous. Because like I'm thinking, if I was her, I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, of course. And it doesn't mean that it makes it right because no, he's being a predator. But like, I'd be very excited about it. I that was like my dream of life was to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio when I was <laughs> 15 years old, dude. And he was like, I think he's like 10, maybe 10 years older than me. So yeah. like, yeah, I fucking get it. Yeah, I know. I, but you so. did. But I, also, I feel like at 14, mm. I didn't know that's what I wanted to do. Oh, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I was like already, I think I was already doing some ho shit by then. Oh, I was a, I was not talking to boys. I was very little and I was mentally Let me tell you, you don't need to do a lot of talking if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, mom and my mother-in-law, I hope you are not listening to this. Um, please fast forward. Um, <laughs> well, you're not going to get into graphic detail. No, I mean, no. Um, anyway, so, so they, they've had, they're having this relationship, yeah. uh, over the, the course of the sixties, essentially. Uh, and at the time when she was like taking, when she went to Graceland, when she was like 17 or 18, when she yeah. moved to the States from Germany and was like hanging out at Graceland. She was basically hidden away. So they're having this very like romantic relationship while he's going off making movies, whatever. And then he'd come home and they'd have their time together. But like they would never go out in public with each other. Mm. Um, there were no, no pictures ever taken with them together. Um, and I guess it was because Colonel – if you guys remember Colonel Tom Parker, who was mm-hmm. Elvis's manager, yep. um, he didn't want Elvis to have a steady girlfriend. He wanted him to like maintain that like every everyone's boyfriend yeah. kind of vibe. Of course. Um and he didn't want, you know, any fans to desert him. Cause like at Gotta this point, sell the dream. I, yeah. At this point, like I don't think like I think majority of Elvis's fans are like women and girls. So mm. he if he if they like let it slip that Elvis has had this long time cutie little girlfriend, um, it would, it would really destroy the dream. So, uh, and he was nice. He was nice about it, but he just didn't want the fans to know that she was like his serious girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so they married seven years after courtship, I guess is what you could call it. Um, and they got married May 1st, 1967, and uh, she swears, Priscilla swears, like I said earlier, that they didn't consummate the relationship like with penetrative sex until their wedding night. And this is where we were talking about how it's just creepy that girls were treated it's just so strange, like property yeah. when they were back then. And I think still a little bit, we've, mm-hmm. we've had a... Uh, We've talked about in our Patreon uh, bonus episodes, we've talked about uh, like the purity ring shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But she said that Elvis didn't consummate their relationship until their wedding night, and that was a promise that he made to my father, she said. So Why is the dad involved? This (sighs) blows my mind. I know. This is what I hate about all that shit. It's like, why... why are your parents involved at all? It's so disgusting, especially the dad's. Well, it's like there's this this subtext that like this man is going to fuck my daughter. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's it's not explicitly it, it's just known. Uh but nobody wants to talk about sex, but it's like said in this very I don't know. Man, probably flowery garbage yeah, storybook yeah. language that's like I don't know. So yeah, uh. so they get married uh you know, they're finally able to like be public. Um, but mm. and as Colonel what's his head? Colonel Sanders, Colonel fucking, <laughs> Colonel Tom. Colonel Tom Parker predicted mm. uh the fans were not happy. Uh hate mail started coming in. <laughs> it was really it was hard on Priscilla. Ooh, jealous, jealous. People were pissed. But they had to eventually accept 
that they were a married couple uh, when Lisa Marie Presley was born mm. literally nine months to the day after the wedding. Wow. Um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't actually fucking. <laughs> Uh, you're technically pregnant for 10 months, so. Oh. But, you know, she could have been early, so. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's cool. Um, so Elvis was, like, a good dad in a lot of ways. Like, he loved Lisa Marie. Like, he doted on her, um, bought her a million things, like, spoiled the shit out of her, basically. But yeah. he, and this is, like, according to Priscilla, he had a hard time watching babies eat because they would be drooling all over. Um, and like she would – he would like leave the room when what? Lisa Marie what was a eating. Weird, yeah. Yeah. What a weird hang up. Yeah, really weird. Um, and he – and she also says – Priscilla also said – and no, he – quote, he did not change diapers. Not one, not ever. That wasn't a man's job. I mean, again, times were very different back then, but men were not expected to, and actually it was like frowned upon for men to take an active role in their fucking upbringing of their children. So she was doing everything. uh, Lisa Marie was doted on by Elvis, but Priscilla was literally doing everything. Uh, And Mm. I would think they probably had some help. They probably hired some help too, but at any rate, uh, Things changed pretty drastically after Lisa Marie was born, as you can imagine. Like, uh, it's hard after having a baby. Like, everything everything changes. Like, that's the yeah. cliche, but it really, really does. Um, and I can't even imagine how magnified this must have been if you're a hugely popular celebrity. Uh, mm. And according to Priscilla, he kept up his lifestyle basically she Mm. would stay at home with the baby he'd go out on tour or go out at night or whatever the fuck like they would go out together and stuff but i think she you know she was like i gotta take care of our child and he was like well you do that i'm gonna keep fucking doing my thing and so yeah he was still like on location for movies and shit three or four times a year yeah so yeah that's pretty obvious that he was going to eventually fuck around so that was just again the times man also i read something i don't know if this is true but like he said to her when they first oh yeah or like when they first met or like at some point that he had never slept with a woman who had had a baby and and never would or something that's fucking weird man did they have sex after she had Lisa Marie or no? They were done. I don't know. I I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought that was maybe something I read, which could be totally it, it, fabricated or wrong. But. I mean, only Priscilla Presley knows that uh, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if she said – if she's actually like verified that or not, but like a lot of people assume that because – she, I mean, it takes a long time to recover, and you're like yeah. not psyched to fuck afterwards usually, because <laughs> um, you're like, man, I don't want to get pregnant again. Yeah, <laughs> immediately and after. also your your brain is like filled with like all the, you know, you're taking care of a human now. Yeah. it's like you're preoccupied, and you're like, it takes a lot to get in the mood. I would imagine it takes a lot for me on a. <sighs> day where I have other shit going on you yeah, know it's like I know well so she she knew he was doing his shit and she turned a blind eye uh but she knew she knew something was something fucky was going on yeah so he um yeah he eventually admitted that he fucked around but she also fucked around on him too um you Ooh. see Elvis was very into karate. He uh, became a black belt. And one of his karate instructors, one of his senseis, if you will, uh, had an affair with Priscilla. (gasps) Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That was who she had sex with. So A little wax on, wax off. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) Um, So 
1972, their relationship had completely fallen apart. And Priscilla was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And so she filed for divorce. Wow. And that became final in 1973. But her and Elvis stayed friends. Like, it was amicable. But they just were like, we don't fuck anymore. And we yeah. don't – we love each other, but we're not – like, we're living separate lives, basically. So. Yeah. And they still had a daughter that they loved, so they co-parented. Yeah. Wow. Which is very progressive. It's very progressive. I did not know they were only married for five years, which... uh, I know. It seems like they were married way longer. Because, like, when you... I feel like when I was growing up and when I was learning about celebrity culture and just, like, learning about Elvis or whatever, hearing things, it's like, their love was a love for the ages or whatever. It's like... Yeah. You think that they're like, oh, Elvis and Priscilla are, like... They're like Romeo and Juliet. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they're like that big on like the scale of romance and couples. It's like. I'm pretty sure Kanye and Kim have been married longer than they were. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Wow. Maybe. Maybe not. Mm. I don't know. I, um, but I, I still think they fuck each other. Yeah. They do weird shit, I think. Oh, really? Like they have like a lot of kinks. Yeah. I think, I think Kanye is like a freak in bed. Oh. Mm. Go for him. Go for him. Yeah. Go for her. Um, go for her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was all coming to an end. And this is like all kind of coinciding with his career too. Like he by the late sixties, Elvis was like kind of falling out of fashion, if you will. Yeah. Um the Beatles were kind of coming up like they'd been coming up alongside him but just in a different way with a different kind of crowd I guess um and as he was aging out of you know all these young girls had grown up and were like I'm done with that I don't need a teenage I don't need a teenage crush anymore yeah uh you know the next generation of of music was coming about and the Beatles were it that was the hot shit also, um, he'd gotten like really cheesy too. I think like it yeah. was it, his. It's not like his music was continuing to evolve and, and like Mm-mm. and change with the times. Like it felt very dated, especially no, as yeah. he got older. And his movies, like he was still doing movies, but they weren't good. Like we talked about, and like uh, he was just cheesy and yeah, it felt outdated. Yeah, all of his shit got really stale, and they just like nobody was like thinking to innovate or change up anything and they were just like really riding the fucking wave as long as they could with him and he was the he was just like okay all right we'll do this and just I don't know I don't know how happy or unhappy he was but they really they just rode the wave as far as and as hard as they could um yeah and so yeah he kind of fell out of fashion but by the end of the 60s he had another comeback. Yeah. Um, it's really funny because he's had like three comebacks uh-huh. <laughs> in his life. Um, and he's getting into his like 40s, late 30s, early 40s at this point. Yeah. Um, no, late 30s. Late so 30s. He's, yeah, mid to late 30s. He's getting a little, you know, you don't, when you get into your mid to late 30s, you are losing muscle mass you are <laughs> experiencing a lot of aches and pains yeah your uh, metabolism slows down woo does it ever woo, um, comes to a grinding halt yeah so he's um you know he's not as hot as well he was. well uh, he's like right on the cusp of not being hot because I feel like this last quote unquote comeback was like one show yeah. and it, it was a televised like concert special. Yeah. And it is fire. Like, you watch this. He He's like, you know what? Uh, all this shit I've been doing, it doesn't feel like why I got into this. It doesn't feel like the music I like. It's all cheesy ballads now. I'm just, like, not into it. I want to do a, a special. Let's televise it. It's going to be original Elvis. So he, like, goes on stage, full black leather jacket. He looks like young Elvis, but he has chops. Yeah, I hate uh, that. I hate the chops. I hate them. <laughs> but they were like small enough in this special. They get way worse. Is yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. yeah. But yeah. like they were small enough and small enough and he greased back his hair and he was still like, you know, thin and fit looking. And he fucking killed on this special. Oh, yeah. This special is like oh, it iconic. Is, it is like he, he, it's like he didn't miss a beat 
It's like none yeah. of the cheesy shit happened. He's singing all his hits from his first album, which were other people's songs. <laughs> all all other people's hits from his first album. And he is just wailing. He's like playing guitar. He's doing his hip thing. Girls in the audience are melting. Their faces yeah. are melting off. Their <laughs> chairs are wet. It is. <laughs> they're sitting in a giant kiddie pool. It is fluids everywhere. <laughs> Everyone is just falling apart and he's so sexy yeah well that that was that special is like yes still got it and everybody's like oh shit come back all right he's he's still pretty hot he's still pretty hot it's good it's good but um that was right (laughs) what but was that the end yeah no i mean he he's oh yeah he he continued to make a little bit of music but that was the beginning that was the beginning of the end that was like that was like the that was his peak of the end. That was his death rattle, if you will. I feel like yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we're so, on the other side. We've reached the peak. Now we're heading to coming the down. We're yeah. coming down. <laughs> we're coming down. He did uh, after the special. He did uh, another album and <laughs> the songs in the ghetto mm-hmm. and suspicious minds were on it. Those are those are fine. Pretty well known songs. Yeah. Um, and he was like. Everybody's like, okay, cool. Elvis is back. Let's do it. And they yeah. like offered a bunch of money for him to do a, a residency like Britney Spears in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, speaking of Brit Brit though, she's she had to check herself into a mental health facility. Um, Britney, if you're listening, we love you. And love you. we wish you well. Stay strong, girl. Stay strong. You're mm-hmm. the best. Um, Even yeah, if but- she's not listening, I feel like we just put those vibes into the world for her and I feel good about it. Me too. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's in Vegas doing his residency. He gets a shit ton of money to do 57 shows in two weeks at the International Hotel. Oh, my God. I, I don't think that hotel's still No, there. I don't think it exists anymore. Uh, One of the ones they, like, exploded. Demoed, <laughs> imploded. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the he does, like, does great. It yeah. makes a shit ton of money. Um, 57 shows in two weeks is insane, that's a lot. right? How, That's like I don't even know how you do that. I don't either. Maybe I, they well, were like, "I'll tell you how." <laughs> oh yeah, drugs. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean that was so successful. They're like, "Dude, come back, do this once a year. We'll give you a million bucks." Uh, yeah, they he he earned a five year contract to play shows every August and February for a one million yearly salary, one million yeah million dollars a year salary. Yeah. Um, and then this is like, this is when Priscilla and Elvis's marriage is falling apart. This is all coinciding. So we're yeah. just like backtracking a little bit to yeah, the, yeah. the, the fall of his career. So all this time he's working his ass off. Like this is a lot of shit. And you were like, how does a person do that? Well, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that real quick. Um, yeah. so it's alleged that Elvis didn't do recreational drugs. He was like very much against drugs and Drinking, he wasn't really a drinker, uh, because he had like a family history of drinking, uh, like alcoholism and drinking mm-hmm. problems, so he didn't want to like go down that road. But we mentioned way earlier in the last episode that he and, and in this episode that he had gotten hooked on amphetamines in the army, <sighs> uh, and like again, he didn't think anything of it because that was there was no stigma around him at the time uh, around speed basically. Yeah. At the time, remember JFK was all about meth oh, and yeah, yeah. speed. Meth. <laughs> and meth. <laughs> <laughs> so, he also he just like kept getting them and when he was famous, he had a personal doctor as you are you're kind of required to have when you're on the road and you, you know, you can get sick and you could have this and you're not, you need to stay healthy and you need to stay active. And so they, he had yeah. a doctor with also, him at all times. Also, I think it's a privacy thing. Like when you're yeah. that famous, you can't, yep. you don't want a regular doctor. Like you pay more for someone who's going to treat your situations with, you know, discretion. discretion. And yeah. yeah. And yeah, and you pay them a little bit extra, and then they come to you when you need them. It's like, right? yeah. So he has this personal doctor, um, who is by his side all the time. So there's that. Mm-hmm. That set aside for a second. Uh, he had a crazy schedule, super famous. Um, 
and was also into promoting the drug-free lifestyle. So he reached out to President Nixon, who was president at the time, Mm -hmm. and wanted to set up a meeting because he thought he could reach young kids and tell them not to do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) There's a very good uh, drunk history of this. Um, Oh, is there? I got to watch that. It's very good. So Nixon was like, okay, and he gave him a Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, which was called BNDD at the time, uh, and he gave him a badge, like a police badge kind of thing, Yeah. and I, this is what the DEA became. Mm. This evolved into what the DEA would become. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they he loved Nixon. Nixon was like, cool, got this like good celebrity clout going for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was like psyched about that. So it's pretty funny. Oh um, but the, the ironic thing about this is oh, and also just real quick about how much he loved being a little fucking narc. Uh, huh. He he loved to impersonate police officers and pull people over, like Elvis did. Oh he liked God. to pull people over, and then when like he had like a flashing blue light and everything and he'd pull people over and he'd get out of the car and like walk up all slow. And then like the person would realize it was Elvis and he'd be like, Oh, well I just wanted to make sure you're not drinking and driving. Thank you very much. And then he'd like, what? He, yeah. Yeah. What and a they, weirdo. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. And, uh, he would like just give him a lecture about drinking and driving and then like, sign an autograph or two and then they go on their merry way so that's a crime i think um, okay uh, but also that's like something a totally a rich person who never hears no would do yeah. it's like yes oh yes, El- yes this is the thing people are always like elvis was eccentric it's like no he just had like a shit ton of money and no one telling him no and he could do whatever he fucking wanted all rich people are like that yeah, well, and especially when you get really wealthy when you're young, it's like your yeah. brain stops developing, you know, because <laughs> you like reach this, you know, it's like you when you get super famous and you yeah. peak and it's like being in high school and peaking and you never go beyond that maturity level. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Justin so, Bieber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so he he's got this whole weird mindset about drugs, but the irony about all this, about him like being a dumb like honorary member of the uh, proto DEA, basically, yeah. was uh, he was constantly doing drugs. Constantly. <laughs> he was constantly on drugs, um, which were given to him, as we mentioned earlier, by his personal doctor, Dr. Nicol, uh, Nico Pulso. Pulos? Yeah, Pulos. Dr. Nico Pulos, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Dr. Nick. Um, so he just was like, put all his trust in his doctor mm-hmm. And he thought it was like vitamins, minerals, you know, supplements, whatever. Had no idea that he was like basically getting, you know, drugged up with amphetamines and then eventually would uh, get hooked on opiates because he needed something to come down from the amphetamines. Oh, no. So, uh, and that was all through the late 60s, early 70s. And according to Dr. Nick, Elvis's problem, this is a quote, Elvis's problem was that he didn't see the wrong in it. He felt that by getting it from a doctor, he, was, he wasn't the common everyday junkie getting something off the street. He was a person. He was a person who thought that as far as medications and drugs went, there was something for everything. So if he had like an ache or a pain or whatever, Doctor Nick would be like, "Here, take this." If he had a headache, he would be like, "Here, take this." And all the while, it was like fucking hardcore drugs, basically. But I like because, how Doctor Nick makes it think it's Elvis's problem. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally putting all the onus on yeah. him. Yeah. So he's like going hard on the drugs, and Doctor yeah. Nick is. A complete irresponsible piece of shit just, like, giving him out to him like candy. Now, he claims he'd give him, like, sugar pills sometimes just to, like, you know, get him off his back because he was, like, constantly. Yeah, he was constantly. Because he was addicted. He, like, got his. He got him hooked on all these fucking drugs. So, anyway, he eventually, Elvis is, like, off his fucking rocker because he's. Surrounded by people who are not telling him no. He has got everything he wants. Just so much opulence. Uh, oh, you. 
own everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, dude, this is crazy. I was talking to my dad about this, and and I was like, yeah, like uh, Elvis was on so many drugs or whatever, and like people just kept giving them to him. And my dad was like, I remember hearing stories that if he if they didn't give him the drugs, like if Doctor Nick didn't give him the drugs, Elvis was just take like ten thousand dollars in cash and go find. Like, he would go find a doctor yep. to give him the drugs. So it was like, you know, he got he didn't want in him bad situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he then, didn't – he was like, you're not being discreet. I – we can't – you're going to get caught. You're going to get, like – the press is going to find out that you're trying to score drugs, basically. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah. So he was like, I will just write you a prescription for this fucking speed. Oh, my uh, God. So he's on drugs for a very long time, for like 10 years. Oh, my God. Plus. Um, and he divorced Priscilla and he met this other woman, Ginger Yeah, Alden. Yeah. I think he had a few other like serious relationships in between. Yeah. But Ginger's like basically the end. His last yeah. lady. His last, last lady. Yeah. Um, so he's been on drugs. He's dated a bunch of different starlets. He's done all this shit um he gets obsessed with guns he has guns everywhere um he gets obsessed with having exotic animals it's just like typical fucking rich people shit so he's with this woman ginger gets her a really nice ring she writes a book after all is said and done called elvis and ginger and she in that book details some of the fucking gnarly shit that happened dude (laughs) Dude, he, cause this was like, he was, his brain was like fried at this point. He was real mm-hmm. bloated looking and sweaty all the time and just like kind of gross. And yeah, he was like, a, a, like potentially abusing her. And this is all her, like, you know, obviously this, her. Yeah. Staying all this everything. shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a wild book. Uh, it, He like shot a gun at the headboard while she was in bed one time. Shot a, yeah, shot she, a TV. Because she wanted him to stop eating yogurt. <laughs> yeah he was addicted to yogurt that's gross i don't know what that's about but especially for know. someone who doesn't like watching babies eat and he's eating yogurt i don't get it don't anyway either. this you know it's a wild time and and they're and just he doing was weird shit. and his health was starting to fail like he was um having some major intestinal distress because of all the fucking pills he was on Dude. um Opiates constipate you like you would not believe. And so he was constantly on laxatives Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, so he'd shit his pants every now and then, I think. Oh, he was wearing diapers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But then then he'd get super constipated and he'd sit on the toilet and strain to get a shit out. (gasps) So this is – we're getting towards the end now. So because he was on a lot of drugs for a very long time – his body's starting to really, really take a toll. It's really taking a toll on his body. So like I said, he'd uh, pop speed like candy so he could function during the day and perform. He was performing and shit still. Yeah. Um, And then he would come down with benzos or barbiturates so he could sleep. Um, So oh not God. good. Not no. good. Um, and in 1973, he actually suffered two overdoses. Um oh. One of which landed him in a, in a coma. I don't know if it was widely reported or not, but that happened. Wow. Then he started canceling performances and concerts. And by 1976, he had so many health issues that uh, were all because of the, the drug use. Oh, my God. Um, and then on August 16th, 1977, at his home in Graceland of Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee, he died. Uh, he was just 42 years old when he died. I had no idea. I thought he was way older than this. Um, yeah, he was very young. Yeah, very young. He was reported to be suffering from glaucoma, high blood pressure, liver damage, diabetes, and enlarged colon and irritable bowel syndrome when he died. Uh, that was what was found by the coroner, but that wasn't the reason for his death. Um, he was found by Ginger, his last lady love um on unresponsive on his bathroom floor in a petal of his own vomit uh and this is her account she says ginger said elvis looked as if his entire body had completely frozen in a seated position while using the commode and then had fallen forward in that fixed position directly in front of it um and she said 
Just after 2 p.m., I awoke and walked into Elvis's bedroom in search of him. The bathroom door was cracked open a little bit. I knocked on the door and said, Elvis. There was no answer. Slowly opening the door, I peered in and saw Elvis on the floor. I stood paralyzed. Elvis looked as if his entire body had completely frozen in a seated position, then fallen forward. <gasps> yeah. Oh, um, my God. Horrifying. Dude. Absolutely awful. So though Wasn't the official- his toilet gold? I think so, yeah. Wow. Opulence. I think he was in gold gold silk pajamas, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, though the official coroner's report lists cardiac arrhythmia, which is a massive heart attack, as the Mm. cause of Presley's death, um, it was actually later admitted to be a ruse that was made up by the Presley family, along with the autopsy physicians, Dr. Jerry T. Francisco and Dr. Eric Muirhead and Dr. Noel Florendo to cover up the real cause of death, which was a cocktail of prescribed drugs <gasps> taken in doses no doctor normally would have prescribed. Oh uh, my God. They included painkillers, morphine, and Demerol, uh, chlorpyramine, oh. which is the antihistamine, I guess, um, tranquilizer. Twinkler- <laughs> tranquilizers placidil and valium uh codeine which is an opiate uh ethanamate ethanamate which is uh at the time was a sleeping pill quaaludes oh my god which is a barbiturate and or yeah no quaaludes were just quaaludes um but that was like a depressant um and also a barbiturate, barbiturate or a depressant that has never been identified. So what? Yeah, he had a shit ton of dr- drugs in his system. Oh he was my God. so fucking tracked out. And maybe he did have a heart attack, like, but from the drugs, from the drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, some people like to claim that it was because he was trying to push Boop. out a duty. Yeah. <laughs> A duty bubbled that wouldn't it pop. <laughs> but but I don't think he would have thrown up unless he was like really pushing super hard. Oh no, I think it was uh, all the yogurt, all the drugs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, Elvis. R.I.P. Uh, oh, that's fucked up. It's like it is you know, so fucked up. People, oh man, it's. Uh, so many celebrities have this problem because people don't tell them no. And yep. it gets to a point where there's no return. And I mean, yep. there should be a return. But, you know, this happened to like Prince and Michael Jackson and yep. so many celebrities, which. It's so sad, man. It's just so yeah. fucking sad. Who knows like what he would have gone on to do if he, you know, would have not had this fucking enabling personal doctor who yeah. is just. Yeah. Well, it's. All the yeah. doctors, like all the doctors yeah. prescribing pills these days, it's like super fucked up. We, there's an, oh, an opioid, opioid ec- epidemic. Yeah, yep. It's mm-hmm. wild. And you just got to like really advocate for yourself if you're seeing a doctor and they're prescribing pills that are potentially addictive. Yeah. Because they, it's not a fucking, uh, you need to have like these ther- therapeutic solutions too that aren't just a fucking pill, yeah. a magic pill that's going to solve everything. So Yeah. All of this was treating something else, obviously, that he maybe was yeah. going through, which was probably dealing with fame. And- yeah. And his mindset of just like, I'm taking these pills that are not drugs, they're prescribed by a doctor, so it's fine. Yeah. And I think that is a mindset that persists with people totally who, in general, just like take a million things for a million different, you know, aches and pains. Yeah. Or I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's sad. Poor Elvis, yeah. man. Poor Elvis. So I don't know. Like there was a lot of things that happened afterwards after he died. Like fans, obviously, everybody was devastated. Um, mm. But his uh, his doctor, his, Dr. Nick, he, had, he was stripped of his medical license. I think he had to stand trial just like Michael Jackson's doctor Whoa. to uh, after the fact to, you know, prove that he wasn't at fault or liable for Elvis's death. Um and in the trial, a bunch of stuff came out about Elvis's lifestyle. He was uh, 
into some weird sex shit. Mm. No, no kink shaming, but he was a voyeur. He had a like double sided mirror where he'd watch people have sex mm. in the rooms of some of his, you know, his, I think in Graceland. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was just, he was a little bit of a freak and all this stuff started coming out. It was like very sordid shit because of his doctor having mm. to like talk about all this stuff that happened. So uh, he like knew all the shit. He knew where all the bodies were buried and oh. he he revealed all this stuff. So people were, I don't I don't think a lot of people, I don't know if it was like widely spread around. I think they did a good PR job of keeping it kind of quiet, but yeah. It was. Uh, it came out in the papers and stuff at the time, but I think a lot of people just didn't want to. They didn't want to think of Elvis like that. Yeah. And um, and it persisted so hard that so many people refused to believe that Elvis even died, and people still think that he's alive today. Wow. Which is not true. No. Um. Also, he'd be really old. So. Yeah, he'd like, be like. Like eighties. Yeah, he'd be in his late eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So wild. Oh my God. Wild. He should have married that clam. (laughs) (laughs) But he ate it on accident. Shoot. Oh, shoot. That was my favorite part of (laughs) this whole wild adventure. (laughs) It's been a ride, guys. Oh, man. Well, Well, that's it, right? That's it. He died. He had a great body of work. Lots of ups and downs. Really love 14-year-old teenage Yikes. girls. I oh think maybe God. he got over that eventually. Uh, yeah. He, he eventually, like, got together with adult women. But, you know, yeah. early on it was a ugh, it was a dicey sitch. Yeah. So uh, that's Elvis, a very complicated yet simple man in so many ways. Yeah, and a part of Americana. Yep. He is a... Uh, Represents so many things in our American culture, mm-hmm. then and now. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, follow us on social meds, DTFU yes, podcast, all the platforms. We have a website, DTFU <laughs> platforms. <laughs> Did I say platforms? <laughs> Hello. Follow us on the platforms. Hello. Hello. Follow us on the platforms. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gerd. It's like that lady. Early yeah. Um, uh, thank D- you. Yeah. DTFU yeah. podcast.com. Uh, yeah. Thank you so for much listening. Stuff. Uh, thank you for going on this journey with us. What a fun topic. So fun. I, I still I still love Elvis despite mm-hmm. all the fucked up stuff. So don't think we were like trying to come for Elvis and cancel culture or whatever. No. There, no, are, yeah. there are some there are definitely some people you should be canceling out there. But yeah, you know, it's up to you. It is up to you, mm-hmm. and um, we just need to have better nuanced conversations and confront these things mm-hmm. and talk about it and get it all out in the light of day. Move forward. Make sure the shit doesn't keep continue happening. Take care of your children. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're not dating people that are, you know, older than them when they're 14. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe don't let them date when they're 14. I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, catfish your kids on social media i'm just kidding <laughs> don't do that that's rude <laughs> uh, share it with us because yeah no please cares. let me know if yeah. you do yeah. oh my god you don't want to do that because like if you catfished your kid and then they sent you a dick pic or something you would be horrified and i mean i've already seen their dick so whatever but you've seen their baby dick okay i'm talking like a teenager <laughs> you don't want to see that that's true that's true so. uh whatever we should probably stop talking about this it's yeah. weird okay uh, <laughs> love you guys thank you for listening uh be excellent to yourself and each other bye-bye bye-bye that's that's elvis bye i hated it (laughs) me too i'm sorry bye (laughs) bye-bye you sound like your mouth full of clams